I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Welcome to our world. Hmm. Oh yes indeed, Shambra, you're entering into a new world, a new consciousness. Now you're still here in that sometimes worn down physical body of yours. You're definitely still here in your mind, but we're going to change that. But you are here in a whole new consciousness. We're with the, at the very beginning of this incredible journey into new consciousness, new energy, whatever you want to call it. And before we begin our discussion of the day, I want to acknowledge and thank each and every one of you who has stayed, who has given of their life, and of their love, and of their heart also answered the call from within their soul, within your soul, to be here. We're going to explore entire new frontiers, and it's not always going to be comfortable. Comfortable is an illusion, actually, much like, as in the Leap film says, everything is an illusion. We're going to explore part of those illusions today. It's going to push you out of your comfort zone, because your comfort is nothing but habits. Habits are comfortable, even if you hate them, even if you don't like them. They're games that part of you loves to play, because you know you're only going to get hurt to a degree, but on the other hand, you're only going to have a certain amount of fulfillment, satisfaction, expansion of your own energy. It's so easy to get caught in these ruts and these traps. Something within you said, no more, no more. That I'm going to join this group of humans. I don't care if it's just ten or if it's ten million, but I'm going to be there at this time of new energy. Yes, indeed, others, they may laugh at you, they may scorn you, they may send you very hateful letters and emails, they may call you the devil incarnate, as some of you have heard. But you're answering a call from deep within you that actually understands what's really going on. I have to, I have to hand it to you. you. You play a game, you play it with me so often, that you don't know what's going on. You think that you, you don't have a clue. But deep down, you do have a clue. You do know what's going on. Something inside of you is frightened. Some of you have expressed a fear of me. Oh. I'm not going to do anything to you. I may let you do it yourself, but I'm not going to do anything to you. But you're feeling this, the fear comes up, because we are venturing into new things. What, what are you going to have to give up? Is there going to be pain? Are you going to be alone? Is there going to be such change in your life that you don't know how to handle it? Are you going to go out of your mind? Who knows? Who knows? But something inside you knows it doesn't matter. You know that you weren't living, in the truest sense of the word. You were existing, but you weren't living. And you knew it because when you looked at colors, you knew that there was more to that color. Now I have to, uh, 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 right here we're going to stop. All mobile phones, uh, one thing I have no tolerance for is your mobile phones, your buzzards, your vibrators, whatever else you brought here with you. <laughs> I will give you a thrill. You don't need those. 
I'm going to um, we come to a little bit of a point of separation. So is today going to be open eye or closed eye? Open or closed? I'm asking Calder, not you. <laughs> open or closed? So we've done this before. It's not that big of an issue. So Can let's all take a deep breath with Caldra and let those, um, let those eyes open. We'll stay in your body. Uh, I have to say that this building and all of you look better with my eyes closed. So, and I mean that seriously. <laughs> I mean that seriously because <laughs> Oh, lighten up, Caldra. Now, you see, I look now through Caldra's human eyes. And actually, there's such a harsh reality when I look at you, and I look at this um, gathering place, not quite what I'm accustomed to. My first time here with open eyes, I, I, I've seen it in energy, but I've never seen it through human eyes. It has a more beautiful energy than it does a physical appearance. Oh, there is tremendous uh, energy in every part of this building. When I open my eyes, uh, it seems to go away. <laughs> so I'm going to close them for just a moment. But uh, and you, Shambra, um, I've seen some of you with open eyes, but not many. I've seen all of you energetically, but I have to I have to say. Um, Interesting um, body, you, and interesting <laughs> look you picked. And it's not a good or a bad, it just is. But So we'll do this. Hello. We'll, <laughs> we'll do this open eye today. So you chose to be here. You chose to. You listened. You, when, you, when you started seeing colors in these last few years, you. Something inside you triggered and said, I know that there's more to the colors I'm seeing with my eyes. I know there's more to life than, than what I'm feeling in my body, and I know there's something more than what my mind comprehends. What is it? Where is it? Something inside you said you had to experience that. You weren't going to, you weren't going to check out. You weren't going to leave this lifetime before you experience that. And that's why you're here. Some left recently. Some thought that Tobias's departure was the end of an era, and it was indeed. But they knew that it was going to be, how to say, quite challenging going forward from here. Not like it hasn't been up to now, but they were comfortable in playing the old games, and they were very comfortable in going back to them. And I honor them, and I ask you to honor them as well. This is a unique breed here. Um, this is truly a group of masters. Now, you don't realize it like I realize it, and you still get caught in playing the old games, in the self-limitations, but we're going to go beyond that. You're going to come to understand, when I call you a master, what it means, and it's not just a word I'm using. It's not just because you've studied for a long time. Indeed, you're as much of a master as I am, or Katumi, or Sam, dear Sam. You're going to come to realize that. You're going to 
come to realize that there are colors beyond the colors, sounds beyond the sounds. I'm going to realize what a game it's been playing with destiny rather than creation. So, if you don't mind indulging me, I will do a little walkabout. And um, I have to say that, uh, no, you, I will be just fine. Just watch for the little fans. Indeed. And um, I would like to do uh, this walkabout um, during many of our gatherings that we have. I may call on you from time to time for the microphone. But, um, so, if you will take a deep breath and allow me not to just enter into Caldra's body, mind, and spirit, but into yours without feeling resistance, without worrying that another entity is going to join with you, without holding back that you might have something that I don't already know about, (laughs) something that you fear. In the walkabout, I'd like to address some of you. I'd like to feel your energy. I'd like to create a very, very dynamic consciousness here in the room. Now, I understand that in our last gathering here, there was, a, there was homework assignments, and I'm sure you've all done those not. <laughs> and I know, to begin with, that one of the questions that was asked in our last gathering was of Linda, of Isa, Linda, who has not been here on earth so many times. And Linda, do you, do you know what Isa means? You should discover and tell us next time. <laughs> now, you have a computer, you have this uh, Google service, you're quite good at it. So, but I asked you a question last time, and I asked you, what was it that brought you here to Earth? Why did you, why did you choose to come to this place? Do you want the answer? <laughs> I think that's why the question was asked, indeed. And by the way, I ask you not to embarrass you here, but your insights are valuable. To be a part of this, part of the discovery. My mic. Oh, mine's off. Sorry. <laughs> to be a part of all that this is not just this room, but all that this is to be here. And to be able to trust myself enough to truly experience in this adventure, in this incredible experiment that Earth is, and to find resolution and completion of some things that have been left out there. Indeed. Thank you. Thank you. And you you say that um, Earth is an experiment, which it is not. It's an experience. And you say that you came here to learn to trust yourself. How, How openly raw and honest. Because when you come to Earth, it takes, away, it takes away the level of trust 
how you, you, as you know, you come under this thing that's called the veil, and you lose trust with yourself. And particularly for all of you, you come here with a desire to learn, a desire to move energy. You come here because something happened along the path. Your own energy got held up. So to say that you come here to learn to trust yourself is a wonderful insight. Very honest. Thank you. Thank you. So, Najin, did you do your homework? In a way, yes. In a way, you did or you didn't. A little bit. Which one did you do? I did. Um, John, we need her mic up. We need found out my totem. And what is your totem? Elephant. Elephant. Excellent yeah. totem. Very sacred. Yes. Very sacred. Yes. And is your elephant with you right now? Yes. Did you leave it outside? No. No. It's right in here. And right in here. I thought I smelled something. <laughs> Excellent. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you again. And uh, I would have to say, it's, um, if I could make a, a comment to you, uh, you, you should stop searching. Okay. Thank Life, you. Lifetimes of searching. Very interested to see who sat on the aisles. <laughs> who is hiding right now? Who's keeping their energy so low? Oh, Kathleen. <laughs> Kathleen, how are you? I'm good. Excellent. Whoa, You're, I'm lying. Good. You're lying. You're <laughs> <laughs> Kathleen, I'm going to put you on the spot now. Do you remember anything of our conversations that we've had in the last few months? Do you remember that we had conversations? No. No. <clears throat> then I'm going to wait until you can, uh, can feel that we, we've been talking a lot. We've been talking a lot. And in our conversations, I call you my fair lady for a reason. In our conversations, I'll wait until you recall. We'll come back next month. But, oh dear, we're going to, with permission, use you as such a, a beautiful example of coming into your own. Uh, you have so much to offer. and. You're living down there, and you know it. And we've talked about it, and then you pretend that we didn't talk. It's okay. <laughs> oh, my dear, did you do your homework? This is actually my first time. I know. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know what the homework was. Um, but the Pacawa. <laughs> the, the totem animal. Totem. What, what would you choose as a totem? I was telling someone earlier something with wings. Something with wings. Interesting. I was earlier I today in Paris, not to interrupt your story, but mine is brilliant. <laughs> I was in Paris earlier today. It was, it was beautiful, 17 Celsius, partly cloudy, partly sunny, and I was a bird. And I flew all over Paris on such a lovely autumn day. So, yes, back to you. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't. I mean, as soon as I heard the word totem, I just thought of wings, but I, I don't know what animal. The rest you of it has to Breathe it in, it, it will come to you. Yeah. It will come to you. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. Oh, Dave. Dave. How is the world with you? Very good. Good. And, Dave, have you done your work with the totems? Yes. And what did you experience? Uh, flight. Yes. An eagle. How is the totem serving you right now? What's it allowing you to do? Uh, expanding vision. 
Excellent, excellent. Do you feel the totem, the, your pakawa, around you all the time, some of the time? Some of the time. Some of the time. Do you feel it's working for you all of the time? Uh, no. Okay. Keep breathing and working with it because, Shambra, these pakawas, they're you. They're part of you. It's not something else. It's absolutely you. It's an extension of you, and I specifically chose this as an animal totem. You're used to your aspects. You know what your aspects are. But they, they are so human-like. When you get caught up in all the human issues, if I asked you to create a human aspect, a human pakawa, it would have taken on such um, human characteristics. So with this animal that you were asked to create, we're going to be using it time and time again. But it's brilliant because it goes out and does so much for you. I go, we're going to work with it today. So everyone, if you haven't, if you haven't felt your own totem, your own pakawa, now's the time to do it. Now's the time to bring that in. Larry, did you do your homework? And what did you do? Um, I did some creating. What did you create? Um, I wired my compressor to my house. Wonderful. I got off my butt and did it. Wonderful. And Larry, getting off your butt. <laughs> this has been such an issue with you, and your, your vacation is over with now. Yeah, two you, years. You know that, yes. There was a reason for it, but you can't hide anymore. You can't sit back anymore. You know it. I know it. And it's got to move forward. You discovered with your little project that it provided a, sen a wonderful sense of relief. Yes. It got rid of the guilt, got rid of the henpecking on the side, and it allows you to <laughs> it allows you to sense in a small way what the creation is like. Now we're going to move on to bigger creations, not just wiring compressors. That's very rudimentary. Bring it on. Yeah. It's, no, no. You bring it on. Okay, I'll bring it on. You bring it on. Indeed. I'm with you every step of the way. Why can't I remember that? The Am I here right now? Every step of the way, Larry. I'm the one who was doing the henpecking. You thought I was oh. talking about your wife. <laughs> mm. So, shame Bust, on you for that. Busted. Your energy was so guilty when you were doing that. So guilty. So busted. So, Vince, how are you? Hey, I'm better than ever. Better than ever, you lie. So, oh, dear Shambra, I'll ask you three times. Vince, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Pretty good. That went from better than ever to pretty good. Vince, how are you really doing? I'm doing better than pretty good. <laughs> good. Not to put you on the spot, but you've learned, you're learning that the strength Vince, you're learning that the strength is not in the mind, and the strength is not in the muscle. And you're being confronted with this to understand that the strength is and always has been in the soul. You have a little accidents along the way. No accident. No accident at all. It just so happened that I had a little discussion with Vince recently, and in that shortly after the discussion, he had an auto wreck. Car demolished. Now, what does that mean? That he's doing something wrong? Bad energy? No. It means that one of the issues that we addressed 
needed to be shifted, needed to be moved because it was stuck. Vince, where was it stuck? Stuck in my... Hold the mic up, please. Oh, stuck in my eyes. Stuck in your head, coming out through your eyes. Ah. Ah, issue stuck in... In your head. So you needed a little bit of a jolt, which I didn't do. You did it for yourself. That jolt, I'm sorry, demolished your car, but, but it moved some energy. Now, it goes back to, we can do it the easy way, we can do it the hard way. You can do it through breathing, you can do it through demolition derby. It's up to you. Up to you one way or the other. So, so thank you. Thank you. And truly, um, I'm going to recommend some, some very deep breathing. Work with Andra, work with yourself, but do the deep breathing. These issues that you have, they're starting to percolate out through your, your body. It doesn't need to be that way. You don't need car accidents. You don't need any of that. It can be as simple as making a choice, and that's where we're going to go. That's where we're going to go. No more of these grueling physical ailments. Physical ailment is just means you have stuck energy somewhere, somewhere, from something. Perhaps it's because you're stuck in the brain, perhaps because you're sitting on your ass for a couple of years doing nothing. It's just sorry, Larry. It's just <laughs> stuck energy. Energy will come out somehow, somewhere. It will move somehow. You don't need to do a car accident. We can do it. Let's do it just through a breath right now. Take a deep breath and let's move that energy. Let's move that energy. So, Ralph, how are you, Ralph? Great. Oh, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph, I'm not saying that you're lying. I'm saying that you're deliriously deceptive. <laughs> deceptive. Because we have many long talks. So, oh. this, dear Chambra, is a new game that we're in, a wonderful game, but a new game where if you're sitting here, that means you're open to exposure. So, Ralph. <laughs> Ralph. Now, we have many long talks, and uh, you're, you're amazing, actually. On one hand, you teach me. You teach me so much about uh, what it's like to actually be in human form right now and moving through things. On the other hand, you pretend that you don't know what you're teaching me. So you're in this wonderful conflict, brilliant conflict, actually, where you're playing, you pretend you don't know, and you play the lost Ralph. You play the, well, actually, the poor Ralph. And you play the Ralph that didn't get the right breaks and still doesn't. So you hide. You have this brilliant part of you, whether it's your music, whether it's your writing, Ralph, whether it's your speaking, whether it's your voice work, whether it's your philosophy, probably one of your, your strongest assets. But you play this game. So when are you going to bring it out? What are you waiting for? Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm saying the time is now. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. And uh, 
just I just like to have a little, you know, just maybe I don't know the song, but could you just hum me a few bars? <laughs> <laughs> Give me a little break here. <laughs> so I think you just wrote the first verse. <laughs> but when it comes down to it, thank you, thank you for indulging. And by the way, you too. Uh, Rafa and Gabriella, you you have such an energy uh, composition with each other, but you're not playing it right right now. You're not playing it right because you're you're both getting into each other's um, drama and victimness and why it can't be done. Sorry, being that that direct with you, but you are sitting in the front row. We're here, (laughs) (laughs) front row and aisles, Chambra. Front row and aisles. So. You have this brilliant composition between you, but you're not playing it because you're, you're still you're waiting for something. Um, you put something off into the future. For instance, saying, we can't do this until that's accomplished. That, that's a game in itself. Every one of you plays. We can't do this until you find a job here in the country. Well, that's not true at all. There's many things you could be doing. That distance that you keep between yourself is symbolic of being afraid to really put that composition together between the both of you. You know it's there, but you're afraid to let it happen. So you you set up these barriers. You set up this um, you set up this work thing. You set up whether it's some of you immigration, some of you jobs, whatever it is. You set up all these barriers. Because there comes a point where dreams are better left as dreams in your old energy thinking. Dreams are better left as dreams. It sucks to open your eyes sometimes. It is difficult sometimes to be in that physical body. It's difficult to say that if you take on a new challenge, a new project, maybe you'll fail. Maybe you'll fail. So it's better to dream about what could be than to actually do it and to actually bring it in and to actually embrace it and to actually live it and be it and express it and share it. Hi. <laughs> so, so dear Shambra and Ralph and Gabriella. Sometimes it's so much easier to keep it at a distance, but it's going to get ripe and it's going to smell like bad fish on a hot day. And then your energy is going to get all balled up and you're going to blame your problems first on me, second on each other, third on life, fourth on your parents, and right down the line. Now your energy is going to get really knotted up at that point. And then what happens next? We all know. You don't want to say it. We'll, I'll talk about it. Physical, physical disease. Physical imbalance. That energy has to come out somewhere. It, it doesn't care. Energy doesn't care. It needs to come out. It needs to play. You can't keep it contained forever. Even if you put water in a metal jar, sooner or later it will come out. It may be thousands and thousands of years before it rusts and corrodes through, but that energy will move. You are energy 
pioneers. You are energy users. You are creators of new energy. How is that new energy going to play into your life? Nice suit, Sart, by the way. <laughs> is that your symbol of guilt? <laughs> I, heard from, I heard from one of the other Shambra who they do talk, you know, they do bust, that um, you didn't do your homework. Uh, no, I didn't. Yeah. And the suit is going to compensate for that? I was hoping. It does. It does, actually. <laughs> In the world of Adamas, it, it does everything. Because I have to say, we, we tease, but, we, but there is so much to it. Look at the respect for yourself. Oh, yeah. It feels wonderful. And wonderful. you look wonderful. Yeah, thank you. Yes. And, I, I feel great. Thank yeah. you, Shamba. Now, it's not, it's not about trying to impress anyone else, because Lord knows Sartre doesn't need to. It's not about trying to show off. It's about honoring and respecting yourself. And it doesn't mean you need to wear Italian suits every day, but Caldera once in a while would be nice. <laughs> it means that you're honoring and respecting yourself. You're giving yourself that gift. You're saying, I'm worth it. It's not about the money. Money is totally insignificant. It's about the expression of the Self, and the Self looks grand today. Thank you. I feel wonderful. I'm having a great day. Indeed. And you're an example for Shambra. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. So, so my challenge to you, Ralph and Gabriella, is when are you going to when are you going to get rid of these illusions of the barriers, the barrier in your own individual lives, the barriers in – when I see such raw talent not being utilized in the way that it could be, that I know it can be, that we talk about all the time, when I see, well, I'm just waiting for something, just waiting, waiting for, what, a car accident? Had a bike accident. And a bike accident. Enough. I'm waiting for something to move me. It will sooner or later, but you don't, you don't need to go through that in this new energy. You don't need to have that bump or that hurt, or you don't need to have a bitter argument between yourselves. You don't need to have a distance between yourselves, a physical distance in your life. You can do it now. Easy way or the hard way doesn't matter. It's going to happen anyway. When we combine our consciousness in a group like this, it, it does volumes to move energy. Right now, if you are aware, just feel like right down in here, this room is alive. This internet is alive with energy. That's moving. You know when you're alone by yourself sometimes and it feels everything is flat and lifeless? You can take what we're doing here right now in this room and you can bring it into your life. Amazing things in your life. The setup is difficult, isn't it? Losing your job. The setup is agonizing because you say, what next? What's going to come in and replace it? In this new energy, you usually don't know first. It comes in later. But you have so many potentials in your life chain just waiting for you, waiting for you to Stop playing. 
Stop making excuses. Stop what if. Stop all of the excuses and let it happen. And that's the exciting thing about what we're going to do together, where we're going to go together. Amazing things. Without, without limits, strange things are going to happen. <laughs> strange things. Unexpected. And that's, that's the beauty of this new energy. Totally unexpected things. You know, you have a old energy works in very predictable patterns. That's why it can be broken down into mathematics and science and physics. It's very, very predictable. It has very, very um, few n- truly new curves in it. And the curves that come are very slow. They take thousands and thousands of years for true consciousness changes to take place. The combination of new energy with old energy, as you would call it, is phenomenal, unexpected. That's one of my messages today that will go up on the little slide that you're going to do (laughs) next month. Unexpected changes. And the question I have for you today is, are you ready for the truly unexpected? Do you trust yourself that you're going to create the most beautiful thing? And before you answer yes, because I know that is bullshit. You don't trust yourself. You're afraid of the changes. You wonder what's going to come next. Are you going to starve to death? Are you going to be put out in the street? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't die ever. You leave the physical body, but you don't truly die, do you, Richard? And life gets better, doesn't it, Richard? And changes are very unexpected. And what you might have thought five years ago, seven years ago, what, what you might have uh, imagined or wanted in your life can be far grander. It can be, yes. And how did you do that, Richard? I allowed it. Ah, ah, excellent. Now, everybody else in the room is saying, but I allow it too. <laughs> when you say allow, Richard, what does that really mean? Mm. I'll, Explain your style of allowing. <laughs> ah, it's to feel in my heart that it's mine. It's it's already done. Mm-hmm. That's such a sugary answer. <laughs> Sugar, <laughs> Richard. That's that's not helped here okay. with them because I, I know. And again, you didn't Allowing. talk to me so much. You talked to Tobias. He was easier. <laughs> but when you say you allowed. You got to a point in your life where there was nothing left. Yeah, it was. That's kind of a strange form of allowing, isn't it? No reason to live. When there's no reason to live, there's very little to fear other than whether you're going to heaven or hell. (laughs) Other than that, very little reason to fear. Your allowing was a complete release. You got to the bottom, you might say. You had emptied out, struggled, and agonized and begged, not me, Tobias, asked and pleaded and suffered, and you finally let go, totally. And when you let go, you also released those barriers that were standing between you and who you really are, between all of the potentials that were ready to come into your life. So when you got to that point, 
It could come in, and it did. And it's, there's more there, by the way. That wasn't it. That was just round one of many, many. Shambra, this isn't a pep talk at all. This isn't about trying to paint some grand and glorious picture that's just going to make you a little healthier, happier human. We're going to go beyond the humanness. Humanness is an illusion, a wonderful illusion, a valuable illusion, for you truly learn things at the soul level you couldn't learn anywhere else. And that's why, that's why Linda of Isa – Isa, by the way, means, in your terms, Yeshua, Jesus. In more symbolic terms, it means the house of Sananda, house of Sananda, which is an angelic order that works with light. Linda, you came here to learn about light, but in order to learn about light, you also had to learn about dark. Hmm. As you integrate all of this and what you've learned on this wonderful planet and in other places. Well, I'm not going to go into detail, I'm going to, but I'm going to make you a, um, a bit of a prophecy here, or a promise, as it were. When we're in France, uh, going back soon, when we're back there, we're going to learn about what light and dark really are, really are. Or some of you think that we're going, think that we're going there to mourn over the Qatars. I don't think so. Enough have gone there to mourn over them. We're going there to learn about what light and dark really are. We're going to learn about how to understand it at the most intimate level. There's, oh, I'll, I'll save our discussion for for our trip. So. Sananda is about light, and this world needed light. That's why all of you are here. This, the consciousness of the angels needed to understand light in density, in this reality, so you came here. Sananda brings light in, so you came from that. Many of you came from other spiritual families. doesn't matter anymore because they kicked you out. They did. They did. Because you know what? Pete, you asked him to, Pete. Long time ago, when you left the Order of Michael, you said, when I get to a certain point, when I send you a signal back, kick me out. Release me of my spiritual family. It's one of the oldest um, connections and one of the oldest karmas that you'll ever had, so they threw you out. And it hurts. When you feel the disconnect of energy from your spirit family, your angelic family, going, going back to near the beginning, what's a sense of abandonment? You feel it at some level in you, and you say, why should I live anymore? I have nothing. My, my biological family, of course, we don't need to talk about that. Some of you picked them so quick without much thought, you came in <laughs> willing to take anything. But your spirit family, getting kicked out, that hurts. But you know, it's a step – I'm afraid of that speaker – it's a step to sovereignty. 
when your spirit family releases you, it really hurts. You actually blame it on your biological family. You equate it to your biological family. Why have they, why do they treat me like that? Why, why have they left me or abandoned me? Or why do they, why do they mock me the way they do? It's actually a repercussion of your own spirit family. So, Chambra. I digress, but I'm having fun. So, the homework we talked about in our last gathering was so important. Honoring. How many, how many opportunities did you have this last month to honor others? You had a choice, honor or judge. Honor or criticize. Honor or wonder what's wrong with them. Honoring honoring others. You're going to learn to honor yourself, but you're also going to need that honoring, because when new energy truly becomes a part of your life, it works very, very, very fast, very quickly. And the honoring that you have for others and yourself will also equate to the, the ease the ease of how you work with new energy in your manifestations in your life. Honoring is very, very important. We talked about creating anything. I stressed this at our gathering in Wisconsin recently. Create anything, something. Shambra, so many of you, you like getting into these long, long discussions. You like talking from up here, and that's exactly what happens. You, you start going a bit crazy. You like talking about why things aren't working out in your life. And when I give you an answer, and we're talking here in dream state, of course, and I say, just do something. Allow, like Richard did, but don't, don't go to the depths like Richard did. Allow. And then you come back a week later and you want to have another discussion and get a different answer. You're almost addicted to these long discussions. For some reason, it, I think it satisfies part of you. Indeed, they are stories. They're long stories, and it gives you a temporary reprieve. It gives you, you think, it gives you a little bit of a, a license to not do anything and not to put into practice on this earth what you've learned. And then there's, there's working with your Pakawa, your animal totem. Now, some of you said, well, I've done that before. Not like this. Some of you say, well, that sounds like we're going backwards. But in a way, yes, because you're familiar with doing it. But we're going to use it because that Pakawa, Robert, is going to go out and do work for you. When you're sitting right here, it can be out there doing work for you. It can be helping to energize potentials that are waiting for you. It can also be in surveillance. It can be watching other energy in the room right now. You probably notice today is pretty clear in here. Occasionally we have a lot of dark energies and entities trying to cause disturbance. Today, almost no disturbance in here. Oh, they, they're hanging around. Even these blackout shades can't keep them out. But <laughs> They're staying at a distance because there are elephants and panthers and hawks and tigers and a few snakes, one turtle, and all these other pakawas. 
And these Yorpakawas, particularly the ones of you who have things like a panther, they're not set to attack. You don't have them programmed to harm anybody. But you know, when one of these dark entities that is out there that hangs around from time to time, when it, when it feels your pakawa, uh, it sends a very clear message, don't mess with this person. They're going to go it's, – it's similar to, I guess you would say, having an alarm system on your house. The robber is going to go to the neighbor's house instead. That's easier. It's quick. When your pakawa is there, like so many of yours are right now, it's setting up a beautiful – it's a type of um, beautiful energy. It's not a barrier or a wall. It's not the, a shield. You haven't created a wall. But it's just this part of you saying, this is a sovereign being. Go somewhere else. Mess with somebody else. Sovereign being. These, these entities, these dark entities, they're not that bright, by the way. You give them <laughs> far, far too much uh, um, of, your, of your energy, of, of yourself. And just because they can, they can scare you or turn a few heads or make you vomit or something like that, they're really not that smart. And they see your totem and they know this is a conscious human. Work with your totems. Sleep with them. Take them for a walk. We're going to take them for a walk here in just, just a few moments. Have them right in your car, and you'll notice that they transform. They can change shapes, by the way, and they do. Some of you were disturbed by the fact that you might have picked a hawk, and then the next minute it turned into a dolphin. What's with that? It's just energy. Energy in free movement and form. One minute using the energies of the hawk and the beauty of the hawk. In the next moment, your natural affinity and connection with a dolphin. The Bakawas tend to revert back to their, their shape or their form. If it's a hawk turning into a dolphin, it will tend to go back into that hawk shape. But it can be anything. It can work for you in any way you choose. It's there to go in the other realms. It's that aspect of you that will go into the realms for you. While you do so much of your other work right right here in, in this reality, that other part of you is working. As you connect to it, as you it's it's creative, by the way. It's very, very creative. That expression of yourself that you're that you're sending out there. It's not greater than you or smarter than you. It doesn't tell you what to do. It's there in service to you. Work with it. You're not singular. You are not singular. Andra knows that more than just about anyone else. But she also knows that there's this strange habit for humans to want to be – you want to overdefine yourself. Now, the other side of it that Andra will tell you about is the ones who have overshadowed themselves, uh, the, the multiple personality. You're afraid of breaking apart. What if I told you you already did break apart and you learned how to put yourself back together? You know how to bring yourself back together. As every one of you here, as Andra knows, has broken apart at one time or the other this lifetime or another. 
So you know how to bring yourself back together. Now that you have that knowledge or wisdom within you, now let yourself open up, expand. The bakawa, the, 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 the acting that we've talked about. You tend to want to define yourself. David, I pick on you, but you represent everyone. You want to define David. And in defining David, you, you get very mental, you get very structured, you get very stuck. The new energy, our work together, is about the new definition, where it's not just a body, a mind, a personality. Do you know, do you know what – you're not your history at all. You're not – none of you are your history, Kathleen. Barry, you don't remember us talking. I thought I was more special to you than that. <laughs> you think you're your history, and you're not at all. What? That's, that's the illusion. You're not where you came from, Larry. Oh, part of you, yes, but just a very small, small part. So this is going to be about redefining, rather than trying to define yourself as David or whatever your name happens to be. You know how much of your energy goes to trying to find yourself? Almost all of it. Trying to find yourself when you should really be trying to lose that self. Spend so much time saying, who am I, instead of just saying, I am that I am. I am that I am. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you're David or Donald or Mary. We're going to go beyond this human definition. Is that all right? Yes. Oh, you say that now, you first. There's times it's going to be uncomfortable, and there's others that are going to say, "What's wrong with you? I knew that group. I knew that group that you were with." Because. You know, when you come back from a gathering like this, or one of our workshops, you come back with a glow. You come back a little bit lighter in your step. You come back a little bit more intuitive, more free. I don't necessarily like that. What is that group doing to you? Hmm, indeed. So there's going to be those who criticize it and who don't understand it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is the relationship between you and your soul, yourself. That's all. Nothing else matters. Don't get caught up in what others are thinking, because you've heard this before from Tobias. They actually, they actually desperately want you to be different. <laughs> and I mean that in a good way. But they want to know that somebody – somebody has to be the pioneer. Somebody has to go beyond. You know, in our work that we're going to do together, we're going to come to understand what mental illness really is, and how, how these poor, poor dear ones that are in these hospitals – now, I'm not saying they're – I'm not feeling sorry for them because they're in a mentally um, broken down state of being, they have mental disease, or they've, they've gone crazy. That's fine. That's a wonderful, wonderful experience. You've all done it, haven't you? That's wonderful, but to lock them up and to give them drugs, that's a sin. That is 
despicable. Because now you're taking a being who is um, going through some interesting experiences and mental breakdown, mental illness, whatever it happens to be, and you're saying, it doesn't fit into our nice little definition of what a human should be. Kind of Atlantean energy, you know. So what do we do? We give them some drugs to make them like the rest of us. Not you, Edith. Not you. You don't need drugs. <laughs> and you make them quiet, and you keep them calm, and you lock them in a little room. Dear ones, this is where a lot of dark energy on Earth is coming from, from right now, because these people are amazing beings. When you say they're crazy, no, they're just having an experience. They have tremendous amounts of energy. They don't have the kind of limitations and inhibitions that some of the rest of us, you, do. So they let their energy go wild. It's out there now as psychic energy haunting you at night, haunting you, you because, well, they feel an attraction for you. They feel a connection with you because they can sense something in your energy that says, you had a breakdown at one point, and you got through it. I'm not talking about this lifetime, but at some point. You've got their answer, and that's why they come around you so often. They're psychic energy. They're locked away. I'm spending far too much time, but we'll just do less questions and answers. Let's get to what I really wanted to talk about today. You've kind of been doing a, a live Q&A uh, here. <clears throat> indeed. So what are we going to talk about today? We're going to – let's take a deep breath. You're just starting? Yeah, that was my introduction. <laughs> that was the monologue. <laughs> so uh, the questions and answers I can probably already answer without even knowing what they are. Life sucks. Get over it. And. Uh, <laughs> I'll answer many of them right now for those who are going to line up here. You say, I'll give you the answer, then the question. The answer is you're playing a game. Find out what it is you like about your game so much. The question is, Adamus, why are things so difficult? Why doesn't it work out? Why am I having a crappy life? How why can't I mm -hmm, fill in the blanks? That's the question. It's repeated over and over and over. The answer is, you've chosen a game. Nobody's chosen it for you. There's something that you must love about that game. When you discover what it is you love, the fact that by staying in a really crappy relationship you can blame somebody else, you don't have to take responsibility for yourself. That's the answer. That's what's going on. You stay in it not because you don't have money. You stay in that crappy relationship because you're a victim, and you love it. I loved it too at one point. Maybe you'll get tired of it at some time. You're playing a game with the energy, eh, Andra? You're playing a game with that energy, and you can quit it at any time. I say, but, Adamus, I, I don't have any money. What will I do? I don't know. It doesn't matter. It, it really doesn't matter. Maybe you'll just enjoy life again. Maybe that illness that you have will start to clear up. Maybe you'll see the color of life, or is what Tobias says, the high-definition life again. Maybe 
You'll have to confront yourself. Maybe. That's the toughest one of all. But it's also the most beautiful, the most beautiful to confront yourself. Oh, yourself is loaded with a bunch of what you would call junk and what we called earlier the demons and the dragons and everything else. But they're not really. They're not really. Just stuck energy that desperately wants to be unstuck. So let's talk about today's topic. Now that we went through our question and answer session, were there any other? Were there any? And by the way, your grandmother, I don't know where she is on the other side. I, I'm busy being a bird in Paris or working with you. I don't know. Call up to her yourself. Use your own psychic abilities. Your grandmother is probably not. She's fine. She's fine. What other questions do we have? None. <laughs> yes, you have some. I, let's get them out of the way so we can do our real work here. You really answered most of them. There was a question. Uh, uh, you're do you know talking... how many times we've given that answer? And, uh, I know, yeah. I know. Okay. Well, but just for confirmation, there were. Are there any new energy questions today? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> Question. Bold, daring. Wait for the microphone. Linda of Isa will bring it over. <laughs> what are the, what are the tinglys, the energies that I'm that are new that I'm feeling in my body? Uh, any? Yes, it's called. Um, well, it's uh, it's like a, Calder doesn't want me to say it, but I'll close his eyes and say it. It's like a spiritual orgasm that's taking place. Truly, oh, is you're you're bringing in the energies of your own divine that have been separate for a long time. And these start coming in closer and you're having kind of um, a beautiful um, new connection with them. Creates – what did you call them? Oh, horns? <laughs> Energy washes down your body. They're particularly acute in the top of your head for some of the rest of you who uh, feel them or are going to feel them, sometimes here. Sometimes it actually can manifest in this area. But it doesn't always feel tingly. It feels uh, like butterflies. Uh, but it's it's your it's your connection with your with yourself with your divine. Breathe it in, and don't don't say that it's um, an angel or that it. Don't give credit to anybody else but yourself. That's what it is. It's also a little bit of new energy coming in, which we'll talk about in a moment. Thank you. Sorry to interrupt. No, no problem. These tinglys that you call them, uh, there's a, the, another name we use, but uh, tinglys is a good name, uh, have a tremendous alchemical effect on your, on your body and your mind. If you don't push them away, if you, if you breathe them in, have a tremendous capability to rebalance things in your body. And when you get these, it's a wonderful time just to take a few moments from whatever you were doing to just let it absorb. The divine comes in. It's um, it doesn't come in like in a slam. It comes in little by little. It absorbs in at the absolute appropriate rate. Thank you, Adamus. We talked last week about commanding energy, and yes. as I think about making conscious choices, I feel like when I make a conscious choice, that is in a sense commanding energy. And I wondered if uh, I wanted to kind of get your perspective on that. And mm. 
Indeed, you're talking about uh, uh, discussion at the mystery schools and a bit out of context here unless you've gone through the couple of days, um, but, but I'll answer as best I can. There's one thing to make a conscious choice, and most of you have been working with that and still don't feel terribly comfortable with it. But at least you're getting to the point where you can start making some choices rather than waiting for the wings of destiny to carry you off. <laughs> but you're not sure if your choices, if you're wording them accurately, if you're, if you're manifesting them accurately. So you, there's still a lot of… Um, There's There's still a lot of discussion about (laughs) are you doing it right? Tasty. The commanding energy is something that we work with in the in the mystery schools. Um, uh, uh, It is it is the next evolution of. The conscious choice. But you need to be comfortable with the fact that conscious choice really does make a difference before you start working with the commanding of energies. As you know, there were some strange moments in the, in the class, very uncomfortable moments. And for someone who just started working with this, To be human. To be human. Don't let us stop you. For somebody to just start at this level without going through the, the practice of conscious choice and some of the setup we did in energy school could actually have backfire in an interesting way. So, but conscious choice is really the first. Conscious choice is the basic, the basic step. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, let's get into our. You're just starting. Mm-hmm. No need for questions and answers today. Okay. Mm. Okay. So, now we talked a moment ago about history. History is an absolute illusion. Absolute illusion. History is what has been written. It's one perspective. It's not really what happened. You think that there's been this progression? Lemuria, Atlantis. World War One followed by World War Two. Not at all. Not at all. As the makers of our fine film understand, and they they attempt to point out in their film, open up consciousness. It's all an illusion, a beautiful illusion. I'm not saying illusion is a bad word, but it is an illusion. History itself is a grand illusion that people buy into because something was written. Written on a piece of paper, this is the way it was. One of the greatest illusions of all times, because of a few sheets of paper in a book, is the Bible and the story of Yeshua. Grand illusion. And people buy into it. Well, it's history. It's written in the book, and God said you couldn't change it. How many times has it been changed? What an illusion that is. The stories about Yeshua are enough to make Yeshua want to come back here and kick some butt, (laughs) because it's not true. It's not true. Parts of it actually happened. Parts of it. Much of it has been altered. Don't worry, they're not listening right now. (laughs) (laughs) They're going to listen later. 
But you'd be out of town, so. Your own history. I'm not so, so big on past lives. Because you, get, you remember the days when you used to get caught up in your past lives and what were you and everything else. It is fascinating, it's interesting, but it's only part of you. History is, is a grand illusion, and today we're going, to, we're going to go back and we're going to open up some doors. And before we do, I want to make it very clear right now. If you're not comfortable with this exercise, don't do it. You can, you can listen to it later, you can read it later, or do it later. If it doesn't feel right from you, that's fine, and there's no, absolutely no judgment, because what we're going to do is dangerous. Are you all right with dangerous? Yeah. You lie. <laughs> Are you adverse to risk right now? No. That you're being truthful about. No, you're not, actually. So we're going to go back, and the purpose of going back, as we talked about in our last gathering, was to understand that what happened to you in the past isn't the whole story. It's a part of the story. The family that you have in this lifetime is an illusion. An illusion means it is one of many, many realities. An illusion doesn't mean unreal. It just means one of many. One of many. So the family you had in this lifetime, you said, well, that was my family. I have, I have a piece of paper saying that I was born. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you weren't. Maybe you didn't have that family. You thought, it's a wonderful, very seductive, very real illusion, but maybe it's not the only family you had. Maybe you picked a good family instead. Maybe you picked a family that loved you and encouraged you, and a rich family, and bought you nice things, told you good things. Maybe. Maybe you had a family that was in a totally different culture. You ever get a feeling that you were, you were really existing in a different culture? You, at times, that what am I doing here in this, this culture? Maybe you should have been in another, because history is a wonderful illusion. We're going to go back today, and we're going to, using the clear, conscious choice, we're going to open the doors. Now, we've gone through a dress rehearsal on this. And you'll know it if you remember any time in the last year or so, having dreams about going down long corridors, long, long hallways with a lot of doors, getting lost in buildings or houses that had so many doors that you couldn't find your way out, dreams of having many, many doors to choose from and not knowing which ones to go through, any dream like that is an indication that you've kind of gone through this rehearsal, dress rehearsal. There's a school of thought that says – this is for common humans, and you are most definitely uncommon – school of thought says, never go back. 
never go back and dig up things. Well, we're not going back to dig up things. We're not going back to process things. We're going back to open doors. Because whether it's this lifetime or any other that you've ever had, there are potentials that are as real as what you acted out, acted out in human form. They exist. They're real. They're no less than what you actually chose to experience in physicality. Those energies are available to you right now. Those energies are desiring to meet you in this present moment. There is going to be a variety of energies that come in, feelings and reactions, as we open some of these doors. And it's not for you to try to judge them or to battle them. That's why I asked you in our last gathering to honor everything, including honoring these energies of the doors we're going to open. If you've had chase dreams lately, being chased, that's probably because in our dress rehearsal you opened some doors and some rather angry energies came out, because they've been pent up for a long time in their own way. They're ready to come out now. So some of them are going to come out with a big roar. Others are going to come out so loving and so gentle, and they're going to flow into your life. And if you're not aware of them, they're going to kick you in the leg to get your attention. That's energy that's coming back to you. As we open some of these doorways – and I'm not talking just about suppressed memories. I'm talking about potentials of things that were never manifested. A lifetime, for instance, where you might have been some type of grand healer, and instead you chose a lifetime as a schmuck. But that grand healer potential is still there. It still is active. It's still circulating. It wasn't lost. It didn't go out of existence. You might have had a lifetime where you were a leader of many, many people, responsible for them, but you didn't actually choose that. You chose a lifetime to be a housewife or perhaps an assistant to somebody else. You didn't allow that expression – you didn't select that expression, but it's still there. In every one of these potentials – by the way, there are – you could drive yourself crazy if you got to thinking about the potentials, because you say, well, if I chose one thing for reality, how many potentials are there? Almost infinite. Almost infinite. And if I had a writing board, I would draw a large circle on the writing board, but I don't need one because you can see. There is a circle of the highest probability potentials, the highest probability being the ones that were most complementary to your journey, the ones that would allow for the greatest evolution of your soul, and the ones that you were attracted to. So those are in the big circle, and the reality you selected There's a point right in the middle of that. Right behind that is another circle, a little bit smaller. 
secondary backup potentials. It didn't have quite the amount of energy or dynamics as some of these first-level potentials, but they were still right there. And you could go off almost into infinity saying a potential. You had the potential to die when you were a child, but you didn't. You had the potential to, um, to be a multiple in that lifetime. You had a potential and potential. So it's a series of circles with different levels of um, radiance in their potential. And it could appear to go off into infinity. And you say, well, where does it end? How many potentials are there for this lifetime? Billions? In a sense, it doesn't matter, because the potentials don't trail off into infinity. What happens is you get to a certain point, and in a manner of speaking, it comes back full circle. It doesn't trail off into infinity. Actually, nothing does. Not even your physical universe, not time, not space. They don't go into infinity. They end up doing a big loop and coming back around. That's important to remember later when we talk about some of the physics of new energy, but I see that time is running late and uh, I have an appointment later on, so let's get to our exercise. We're going to go back, and if you have any concern about it, you don't need to do it now. Simple thing to remember in this new energy is it's about choice. Now, I could have brought in a bunch of sulfur and incense and jewels and accoutrements, a dancing band, and um, dancers to, to create some sort of ceremony around this. But we don't need it. It's by choice. It's by choice. So you are welcome to keep your eyes open or to close your eyes. Either one doesn't matter. We're going to make this as simple as possible. We're going to go back right now with the energy that's been prepared for all of us, anybody listening in, reading this later, for those of you sitting here right now, we prepared an energy that will allow us to go back into the past, and the past itself an illusion and just a potential. And if you would, just for a moment, to make a conscious choice whether you are going to go into your past, into your past potentials. That's a yes or no. You don't need to word it in a certain way. And now simply imagine yourself with your pakawa at your side, at your side, whether it's flying, walking, crawling, swimming, flying. And let's walk back. How do we do this? Let's imagine a long hallway, beautiful hallway, a very wide hallway, very well maintained. And this is the hallway, the path to your past. And as we walk along this long, long hallway, which seems to never, never end, because the truth is it later comes back in a circle. But as we walk along it now, feel the energy of yourself first, yourself. This is imagination, but imagination is as real as sitting here right now. Walk slowly. We're not in a rush. Beautiful hallway. You've, you've walked down 
beautiful hallways before, just bring that back up. Doesn't matter if it's carpeted or beautiful Italian tile. And along this hallway are doors. Doors. And there's perhaps artwork, but let's not focus on that. Let's there are doors. And it appears that all of the doors are closed because each door represents a potential of your past. It doesn't matter which lifetime it came from. Every door, behind every door, are unexpressed potentials. Decisions that were never made, roles that were never played, directions that were never taken. It's all you. It's all you. It's yours. Because at your divine soul level, you gave yourself the potential, the gift of many, many potentials. There never has been destiny. You gave yourself choice and options. And although you expressed one, the others are still there. Their energies are still there for you. In the new energy, we bring everything back together. These aren't aspects in the traditional sense. These are potentials. And as we walk down this hallway, recognizing all of that energy, all of the potential of the past, if there was a lifetime where you were killed, literally, before your time, whether it was war, whether it was a disease, whether it was by the hand of another human, uh, created a trauma that you brought with you, you've dragged across time and space into this lifetime, do you realize there also exist potentials behind those doors that you were never killed? Potentials that you were peaceful with yourself and the world? Potentials that you brought love and joy into your own life and the world? Behind these doors, your past, are energies never expressed, energies never chosen, energies never brought into physical reality, but they're still there. As we walk down this hallway with your Pakawa at your side, you can allow the doors to start opening. You don't have to open them yourself. They, they almost seem to open as you walk by. Why? Because you're now choosing to release that energy. You're now choosing to bring it into this now moment, this reality. You're choosing to realize, above and beyond anything, that your history itself is an illusion. Your history itself is nothing but potentials. You are not, you are not your history. You are not the past that you think you are. 
And this is the I am principle. As you walk down the hallway and the doors open, it releases those potentials. And perhaps not now, perhaps later, you come to realize how much potential you created. You come to realize that some of the things that happened to you in the past, what you thought was real, was just one expression of reality. You come to realize that this moment that you live in right now is filled with so many potentials. Continue walking down the hallway, slowly, lovingly, letting those doors open up. That energy is not going to betray you in any way. Even the potential of having gone, what you would say, gone to the dark side, which might have been very, very real in every lifetime, even if you didn't choose it, when that potential comes out, it's no longer cloaked in an energy of being dark. It's no longer in that illusion. So you don't have to worry about what you would say, dark energy coming and infiltrating your life right now. It's just energy. It was just a potential. You free up so much of yourself by understanding you're so much more than who you think you are. Your every potential, your every expression, whether expressed in this reality or not. Dear Shambra, this is liberating. Freeing. Freeing. Take a deep breath. And allow yourself to come back down the hallway, back into this now point of presence that we're at. You can go back and revisit any time you want. You can go back and repeat this any time you start to feel stuck in this lifetime. By repeating it once in a while, you remind yourself that you are so plentiful. You are so multiple. You are not singular at all. I have to laugh when I hear some of these supposed spiritual teachers talking about the linearity of past lives. It's not at all. Never was. Never was. So we come to this come come back, bring yourself back into this point of presence. Don't do anything with those energies. Don't go and manipulate them or coerce them. They will come to you. They will join you. They will join you and they're not going to have agenda. They're not going to have spin. It's now free energy. It comes back to you. When you do this, when you when you open the doors of your past, eh, you're going to have some shock waves from it. You're going to have you're going to have a few energies come in and wham you around a little bit. What do you do? Nothing, nothing, nothing. You don't confront it, you don't run from it. You breathe it in. It's just energy. You're going to have a few nightmares, I'm sorry to say. I should have told you up front. 
you're going to have some imbalances in your life and a few things are going to change <laughs> with the people around you and you're going to have some emotionally difficult times. What do you do with it? Nothing. Nothing. Oh, you breathe it in as a matter of fact. It's not here to hurt you. Oh, it has some of it has a kind of a coloration to it. It has its own dynamic, but it's really just coming back to you. That's all it's doing. Don't don't get freaked out by it. Don't wonder what kind of demons you've unleashed. We wouldn't have done this if you couldn't handle it. Don't do this with anybody else who's not in alignment. Don't run down and try to do this at your local church. <laughs> it is actually dangerous, psychologically definitely and spiritually dangerous, to do something like this if a person is not ready, if they don't know what an aspect is and they don't understand how energy works. They don't understand energy. If you talk to them about energy and they think, you mean the lights and the heat in their house? Don't do this for them. You're ready. You're ready. Ten years of preparation with Tobias and lifetimes of preparation on your own. You're going to find that there, is a, there are waves of energy that come in, and you're going to know it through your dreams, through some body energy shifts, and it's all good. All of it is good. Absolutely. It's you. It's you. It's your potentials. It's what you planted in your garden, now ready for harvest. Sometimes it's going to have a facade that uh, it's going to play games with you. Don't pay it any attention. Breathe it in. Honor, honor, honor. As we open the doors to the potentials of the past, you're going to understand that your history is not at all what you think it is. You're not what you think you are. And you're going to be thrown off balance for a little bit because you're used to defining yourself as yourself. You spent a lifetime in trying to absolutely define yourself. Absolutely defining this, this, this illusion, this potential. So it's going to throw you off base for a little while. This is where this group called Chambra comes together, supporting each other, sharing, saying, yeah, I had one of those I-don't-know-what-the-hell's-going-on kind of day. And other Chambra can relate, and they can say, I had one, but you know, the next day was amazing. The next day was like a huge leap of consciousness. You have these, this energy rolling in right now. I told you in our last gathering, I'm with you every step of the way, and I, I mean that. I mean that every step of the way. And there are going to be times where it's a little rough, and times where it's magnificent, where you're going to look back and say, what a colorless life. What a boring life. As Calder is thinking right now to himself, so amazed at how 
I can work within his body, on his mind and his spirit, and yours as well, how comfortable this actually is. Now what's frightening to me is how could somebody for ten years sit in a chair with their eyes closed and not move? How colorless! <laughs> how colorless! And isn't being a human a blessing? It's an experience. It's, a, it's, it's not a test, it's not a trial, and it's experience and the discovery of your sovereign nature. I'll get into light and dark in our next talk. We're going to have some experiences in France with light and dark. But for now, you still don't remember Kathleen. <laughs> Can I come back to you next month and ask you again? Yeah. We'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. You. Uh, Ah, ah. Tomorrow Kathleen is going to curse me. If not tomorrow, the next day. She says she hasn't had dreams in years. Well, of course. We all know she's had dreams. If you didn't have dreams, you wouldn't exist. You would not exist. But I'm not remembering them. And we talked about that, and you said that that meant I was um, doing what I'm supposed to be doing. That. I was going so far out there that I didn't remember them when I came back. That is true, and now it's time to remember them. Okay. It's time to remember them. Okey There's dokey. no reason that, that – yes, many of you do go so far out you don't remember your dreams. You have them, and now you're going to start remembering them. Dreams, by the way, in the new energy are different. The interpretation of dreams is different than in the old energy. The old energy, the dreams were a series of symbols, often very, very difficult to understand. Seemed crazy uh, at times. So what did you do? You pushed them away. Dreams in the consciousness right now are actually much more what you would call literal. Sometimes they're going to be a bit confusing, but they're going to be more literal. If you're having a dream that at night you're on some far off journey and project, working with others, it's probably really happening. You're opening the doorways. But you'll start having dreams again. Are you okay. all right with that? Yeah. Remembering the dreams. Remembering them. Okay. And you're not going to get angry when you're so disturbed by a dream that you're going to have, maybe tonight, maybe tomorrow, <laughs> and wondering why you can't sleep anymore. Oh, I know I can't sleep anymore. I haven't. And, and the dreams night. can be haunting at times, but so now you will have dreams. So okay. that easy. So Shambra, we went through a lot of talking, a little bit of experience today, opening the potentials of your past. It's as real as anything else. Understanding that your history that you under that you know of right now is just one slice of what was and what could be. When you do that and bring that all back into this now moment, right here, absolutely changes what you think is going to be your path in the future. That's why I say, expect the unexpected. You are relating everything to what, used, what has happened to you before. Some version of that is going to happen to you in the future, perhaps an easier version or a wealthier version. Now we're not on that pathway anymore. It changes. 
So unexpected things happen. Don't let it throw you off base. Hear my words. Don't let it throw you off base. Don't let it make you want to run and hide. That's the last thing any of you need right now, is to go back into hiding. Bring it in as energy. Bring it in as something you absolutely created and manifested. Can repeat this exercise with yourself or with a small group of Chambra. When you do this, it will also invite into your life this thing called new energy. I don't want to define new energy. We're not going to get into that today, later. But now, with the potentials of the past opened up, brought here, now new energy has the let's say, freedom or invitation to come in. Within new energy – I'm going to have to write a book about this <laughs> – within new energy are not potentials. Uh, there are no potentials in new energy. And I know that seems to be contrary to what we've talked about, but there are not potentials in it anymore. And we'll talk about that in our next gathering. What is in new energy? If it's not potentials, what is in it? So I'll leave you in dramatic suspense <laughs> until our next gathering and until I see some of you in France. And with that, dear Chambra, I'm going to ask Andrew to spend, even though your biology is calling you, we're done with our questions and answers. We're done for the day. Andrew is going to take you through about five minutes of breathing. Breathe in that energy of the potentials. I'm going to excuse myself. And before I do, I want to remind you that everything, everything in creation is well. All is well in all of creation. Remember that. There is no broken parts of creation, incomplete parts, unfulfilled parts, or what you would call dark parts. All is well in all of creation, and therefore I am Adamus. And so, and it, so it was. <laughs> I'm going to invite you now. In this time, I will invite you to close your eyes as you sink deep into the core of you with this authentic you, the exquisite you, the truth of you, the dwelling place of this brilliant you. Breathe deeply now. Allow you to breathe so deeply. Feel yourself as you sail, celebrate, float, and dance all the way down, down into you where this sweet, sweet space is waiting for you Yes, yes, feel that 
as you allow, allow yourself, sinking deeper and deeper, deeper into this rich, beautiful, beautiful you. Yes. Feel this sweetness, this sweetness called you. Yes. Where the music is singing, the warmth is there loving you, the sweet fragrance of you. Yes. Yes. All of this, like a piece of music, note at a time, note at a time, creating the masterpiece called you. Yes. Breathe deeply with you. Breathe so deeply, noticing all of the energies and vibrations slowing down slowing down. For in that slower rhythm, you can sense, sense this more authentic you, like sitting at the bottom of a grand lake, so still, so still. Every drop of water seems to create a reflection of you. Breathe, breathe so deeply. Receive, receive now all of the potentials, the colors of you. Yes, just receive a breath at a time, yes, a breath at a time, yes, deeper and deeper, yes, the showerings of potential, yes, breath by breath, feel them flowing gently, Gently receive them now. Yes, if you watch a shower of stars sprinkling their brilliance down, down into you, breathe deeper and deeper and deeper. Yes, yes. Let so much love, so much love, shower for you. Yes, this potential is bringing so much love for you. Yes, just breathe, just breathe. Breathe and receive, breathe and receive. Yes. How amazing, breath at a time, breath at a time, just for you, 
just for you. Allowing you feel the freedom in every breath. Every potential is a breath of love. A breath that fills the trust within you. Yes. Yes. The living celebration that you are. Yes. Yes. Deeper and deeper. Yes. Just receive. That's all. Just receive. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you.